0: Podcast, thanks, Mark.
1: I'm Mark Stores. and with me as always is I'm Chris and Rob Morphy. I can't change the opening of our show because when I do, it sounds weird. Yeah, that was a little odd. It was because usually you say, What, hello? Should we try it again? Yeah, let's just keep this one in so the listeners let, at home let's can just hear do it from
2: the top because you really just threw me off my game.
1: Hello, and welcome to the Crypto Podcast. I'm Mark
0: Stores and with me as always is
2: Hi, Mark. I'm Chris, and I'm relieved that went really well. <laughs> Sound better, right? So much sounds better. better.
1: Every time I listen to the opening of the show, I'm like, God damn it. I got to change something up. But then when we do, it don't work. You just fuck up the rhythm. People don't like change. No, they don't. It's terrible. It doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Thank you for joining us for this episode. As always, rate and review Apple iTunes and the, po- and the Apple podcast apps. Helps us out greatly. Um, our numbers, we're not going to do too much inside baseball here, but our numbers are looking really good, guys. Sweet. You're looking welcome. Really good.
0: You're welcome, Mark. Yeah, thank you, Chris. Thanks for having I me. I
1: we're thanking the listeners,
0: right, too? No, you're thinking me. No, we're I'm so- Chris. Oh,
1: Sorry. Thank you, Chris. Chris uh, is responsible. There's no
0: numbers without me.
1: Uh, uh, you know, that's true. There's no that recording without Chris. Unbelievable. We're just Unbelievable. talking Unbelievable. to a wall without him. It's sad. Follow us in the social medias, the Instagrams, the Twitters, the Facebooks. Before we get started, we are going to do some quick reviews from the Apple iTunes and the Apple Podcast apps. So kicking it off here, we've got Shotgun Badger. Ha! <laughs> I love Coming that. in with Excellent. a five-star review perfect balance like many others in this kind of community i find myself often hard pressed to find a source of stuff that can balance between a few people just kind of talking about stuff they heard and actual research into the topic it's really hard to find a podcast that can balance the banter and the study but these guys nail it perfectly if you're a hardcore true believer a skeptic who just wants to check stuff out or anything in between this is for sure worth a listen
2: Oh, hell, hell yeah! Yes. So nice. Yeah. Shotgun on badger. Hey, thank there you, Shotgun is. badger.
1: Uh, next one here is Vivunderbar. wunderbar. Oh, oh God. I'm not, I don't remember too much German, but I think that means wonderful. I think you're right. I think it does, possibly. Simply the best five-star review. You guys are amazing. Most of these episodes have me constantly looking over my shoulder at work. It's hilarious when the conversation veers off topic as well. Hot pockets aren't that bad. This ha, podcast, thank you. I <laughs> Thank you, kind <laughs> sir. <laughs> this podcast is simply the best, and we'll have you bursting out in laughter in no time. P.S. Chupacabra.
2: Yeah. Fair enough. There but are is. you talking vintage Chupacabra or that uh, new, well, you, oh. you got to start with,
0: with the original one. Yeah, yeah.
2: You got to go to Puerto Rico. I need my spiked back kangaroo bat-winged mayhem-making monster. There you go. Not these goddamn dogs, canines. <laughs>
1: All right, the last, on v- that. last review here, we got, uh, let's see, J.L. Stone, absolutely delightful five-star review. Oh, I found this podcast searching for an in-depth look at Frank Shaw's gargoyle, the NASA gargoyle incident, uh, because it was one of the more curious and interesting stories I've read in a while, and I was not disappointed. I enjoyed every moment of this episode, and it got me hooked until I listened to the entire catalog of episodes. Ah, Oh, that's awesome. There you go. Mm -hmm. For ease, I listen mainly on YouTube because I am disabled, and what little earnings I make are through commissioned art online. So I spend a lot of time at the computer, and I'm always looking for something to listen to while I work on my designs. Oh, that's wicked. I have found that this series really keeps me engaged and interested uh, and focused on my work. The banter between the guys reminds me of sitting out on the front porch talking with my brothers on balmy Indiana nights. We have a lot of cryptid stories here as well as local ghost stories there. Uh, Indiana is full of woodlands and wetlands, and there's a lot of fuel for stories. I actually saw Bigfoot once with a couple of other people, but I digress. Oh, that's awesome, And then he finishes Mm. up here with, uh, on a more sentimental note... I developed schizophrenia in my early 20s, and part of my disorder is that I have an irrational fear of monsters. Listening to this podcast has actually helped me think of those things more critically and more scientifically and has helped me, if not get over the fear, at least my paranoia about it isn't as high as it was once before. I hope that doesn't sound too crazy, but I really do enjoy all the things you do and look forward to listening to more amazing stories from around the world. And there is a P.S., Rob's right. Plants have feelings, so there. Thank you.
2: <laughs> Confirmation.
1: <laughs> no, no. Finally. You're
0: both wrong.
1: <laughs> yeah, sadly, you're both wrong. Yeah, no. <laughs> but hey, you know, it's cool to hear that. Uh, you know, we're helping you get over a little bit of a, a little bit of something that you got going on there with uh, you know, fear of some monsters and whatnot. So, yeah, no, it's, it's great to hear that we're oh, helping that's people awesome. like Yeah, that. no, totally. Totally. That, totally. That's the
2: kind of stuff that I mean. It. It totally warms my heart, like completely. Thank you so much for that. Yeah, totally. And also, I'm dying to check out some of his artwork. Because um, as soon as I heard he was a freelance artist, I'm like... Oh, because then, then I have to have that dual thing going that I'm a huge fan and can't wait to see it. I'm also a competitive son of a bitch and I can't wait to hate you if you're better than me. Oh, so it's going to be one no. of those dichotomies. Are you trying to
1: say that we might have a new artist for the Oh, jeez. you guys, oh, you guys I don't know, drop me Ooh, off on a street corner oh, somewhere, leave me for dead. Years of friendship for naught. <laughs> Toothless
2: like Mel Water. I will We're continue- going to drop you off right outside. <laughs> oh, Directly just outside I the door. I do not find my way back. I get lost easily. Don't yeah. worry,
1: Rob. After we dump you, I will continue to make money off of you. So I Thank appreciate you. that. Thank you. Thank you, Thank um, you so but much. But yeah, uh, on a serious note,
2: uh, uh, JL
1: Stone, uh, shoot us an email on the socials or our website and send us a link to your work. Uh, and if you are on our Facebook page, feel free to post your stuff up on our Facebook page. Uh, and that goes for any listeners out there that work on any, any cool art or whatever. Post it up. We love seeing it. Absolutely. It doesn't have to be something that you're doing, you know, not related to any of your work. doesn't matter. We're all artists. We're all here doing our thing. So post it up. We love checking it out. And this week... Things are going to take a little bit of a twist. Mm-hmm. Because we may have been on a kick with um, an Octaman. Yep. A comical Catman. Catman. A Mothman. Dump cat for life. Mm. This week we're talking about the Kinderhook Blob. Indeed we are. Blobman?
0: Is it a Blobman? It, it could, could be, be a Blobman. Bl-
2: oh, it could be a Blobman. Do man. you know, Blobman. the Manta Man of Chile came... Within a hair's breadth of becoming this no. no. pod, but oh, Mark geez. said we got to cut this man shit out. We're not Marvel Comics circa '67 <laughs> douche, and I was yeah. like, "All right, fair enough." Man to no man, way. back on the shelf. Man to man's got Your time is now. Shine. I buddy. thought we were
0: just, it was to introduce our new tour line that's coming out next year. Oh, that'd be a sick line. Like, Masters line. of the Universe, toy line. Oh, line. oh, my God. I would line. love it. They already have a Mossman, though. How? It's okay. We can just 3D
2: printers, we should be able to design and make our own totally, toys. Totally. Totally. Oh, that's something we really have to look into.
1: All right. The Kinderhook Blob. During the 1960s, no less than six eyewitnesses claimed to have had encounters with a floating, ghostly, blob like creature. That was so intimidating, two armed men fled from it in mortal
2: terror. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Nice. Terror. Terror. The strange tale of this unique apparition begins in the forest surrounding Kinderhook, New York, a small town whose name literally translates to Children's Corner in the language of the original Dutch settlers. So we're in good old Children's Corner, New York, not far from a lake of the same name. That is Kinderhook Lake. Sure. Okay, We're all from New York.
1: Have any of us heard of this or been there? I have not. No,
2: nor neither. I mean, public. I heard about it as soon as I read this account right. some years ago, but I've okay. never well, been well, there. Well, New York's a big state, and we don't travel a lot, so there you go. That's true. Yeah. We're
0: homebodies. <laughs> well, okay. you know. It's, it's not. <laughs> it's, it's not <laughs> he, I broke my. I don't know
2: how.
0: Up. <laughs> no, yeah, we never leave. We're like.
2: No, we're shut-ins, pretty much.
0: Out there are other states? What's outside the borders?
2: I'm not even probably, sure. Well, there's, we've, we've confirmed to Canada. And we've I heard there's we've New Jersey. other states. Yeah, I'm not sure. That's what I was supposed to say. I'm it's not true. convinced. Because these stories I mean, happen other states, in other but states. I don't know. Maybe I just flew like 15, Did you, though? 15 minutes in a circle landing in the same place. Yeah. They changed it to the Did door. they knock
0: your ass out on the plane yeah. and
2: just make you see shit when you landed? Facts. Dark country. Facts and science. Accounts <laughs> I've come across <laughs> regarding this anomalous animal, for lack of a better appellation, are at times Contradictory and some of the dates are frankly difficult to confirm. Nevertheless, what we do know for sure is that the initial event involving this undulating being occurred in 1962. The first report of this creature comes to us from author and New York State Library genealogist Bruce Hallenbeck. When Helen Beck was a ten-year-old boy, he and his cousin were cavorting in the woods behind uh, his parents' house. Oh boy. Yes, you're welcome. When they both saw something they would never forget. You know they are back there smoking
1: cigarettes, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So you do. Puffin, S- steal dad's butt, puffin back butts. Puffing butts in the backyard.
2: Smoking butts, dude. Oh, yeah. Ten and seven. That's what you did. <laughs> yeah. Sixty-two. Exactly. Helen Beck would record this bizarre event years later in 1992 in a book he wrote with Paul and Robert Bartholomew, as well as William Brand, titled "Monsters of the North Woods." According to Hallenbeck, when I was 10 years old, this is 1962, I was up in the woods behind our house with my cousin Chari. I'm not sure if Charie's boy or girl. I don't know what that means, but it's Chari, who was then age seven. We both heard this really high-pitched whistling noise. The children looked in the direction of the strange sound and were shocked to see what the author later described as a white object peering at me from behind a nearby pine tree. Mm. Intrigue. Yeah, it is. It's weird. A white object. Weird. Just peeking around a tree.
0: Strange. Object. Yeah. That's just the... Can we use a vaguer word? I know. That <laughs> fucking object.
2: But I saw stuff looking at me from a place. I am quoting directly from I the know. book, so that That's was true. his choice. That's true. Helen Beck would clarify that statement. I say peering, but in fact, it had no eyes that I could see. Wisely choosing caution over curiosity, the frightened cousins beat a hasty retreat back to Hallenbeck's parents' home. Following the children's encounter, this evolutionary enigma would maintain a low profile for two years until 1964. On the evening in question, an unnamed man was taking a leisurely hike through the woods when he saw something he later described as a big white blob gliding in an unnatural fashion down the hill toward him.
1: It's not what you want to see coming down the hill towards you. Thing,
2: you know, so what? Do, what is gliding in a natural I mean, how do you, how do you, yeah.
0: Where's the comparison between the, so natural wh- gliding? What, what things do we know that glide?
2: <laughs> like kites, birds, birds when they're not flapping their wings. Love, love, love gliding. Love glides. Yep, yeah. yeah, we know that. Yeah. So unlike love, birds or kites. Apparently, is this like a herky jerky glide? Is this just maybe it's like a like Aladdin looking his carpet? You know, he's like coming, yeah, Like undulating like a, over the terrain, sort of, maybe. but still always above it. Yeah, maybe. All we know is it's unnatural. It's unnatural I guess you as fuck. Yeah,
1: I mean, if it's uh, blobs, I guess are natural,
2: correct? I, if I'm in the woods, I,
0: are they? And I
2: see, <laughs> I don't I don't no, no, <laughs> Schmooze aren't real. I mean, aren't they? Or maybe they well, are. I just said are no, they? Exactly. Are they? they? Are they? What, or now, they? what were Gloop and Gleep from the Herculoids? They were globs. They were blobs. Or and, globs. and then, and then I didn't know the, the technical term for them. Had schmooze, right? Or, no, or, or it was definitely right, the handlebar he, he had like the little the know. mustache. The little, or whatever. he had the mustache and he looked basically like a really malformed. Dick and balls, yeah. all white I'm with I'm sure ice. there's
1: things, um, dick and balls aside, I'm sure that there's things in the ocean that are like blobs, like like, like, like a jellyfish is kind of like a blob. Well, there's
2: lobsters and weird yeah. gutsy things that wash up on shores that are called yeah. globsters because they're so land, decomposed. Like there's a the blob in Chris's backyard. And, well, floating land blobs, I think we can all agree, are pretty fucking uncommon. So I think that, <laughs> that we've, we've determined as a group that it's unnatural. So what makes me... Curious is what was the natural thing that it would have compared to initially. Mm. Well, that—that that was the original question. Wow. This was sixty-two. It was a different time when things naturally glided yeah, everywhere. Exactly. <laughs> Except this one fucking thing. <laughs> yeah.
1: Man, <the> <laughs> bus kids gliding through the road. It was oh, a better just, time. Just nature, <laughs> yeah, nature good. taking its course. I know. <laughs>
2: Floating just the way Mother Nature Dears intended.
1: Deers gliding amongst the skunks.
0: Pepper John remembers supports. we all <laughs> we all glided naturally. <laughs> whippersnappers it would be the best beverage Newfangled fangled <laughs> <lighting>. <laughs> yeah oh,
2: good. anywho the All sight right. of the surging spectral entity frightened the fellow so much that in an effort to escape the floating fiend he claimed to have leapt over a pond that measured six feet across well,
1: you, I mean that's not a, mean, it's a, impressive it's a I, mean, it's I, I think feet. look it
2: wait the blob did no, no, the, 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 the guy, guy dude, oh. making his escape.
0: Oh man, that's like Jackie Chan territory. Know, it's six it's,
1: feet? It's, I know it's pretty. I think I can do six feet. I, I don't know. i could not I, couldn't, I, couldn't I am, do twelve inches. I am built like a like a box that has no arms, so <laughs> I can. Uh, I'm not athletic at all, but I think I could probably do like.
0: six
2: I can't feet. successfully
0: walk six feet without taking a break. Yeah. I, I don't know well, about no, jumping. No, at it. my peak, I probably could have done six feet, but you yeah. Probably, dude, but you're, if you're if catching the dirt on the edge, and
2: you're going to slip into that fucking pond nine times out of ten. Yeah. I know. You're going to parkour it and then end up ass over tea kettle in the water. But this man's so terrified, the adrenaline just thrust him over this unnaturally long body of water. Over this <laughs> no, <just> large puddle? <laughs> this giant six-foot <laughs> pond.
0: It's not really that's yeah, not it's a big pond
2: or a creek. I mean, it's, what fucking it's pond a, it's, is six feet wide? Yeah, it's, that's, no,
0: it's a mud puddle.
2: It has to be. <laughs> Basically, it's not a pond. It's got, I hope it's a creek and it was just reported. Oh, uh, it's more than likely a All creek right. or like a yeah. little. Yeah. Uh, While we might not know. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. It's this just, just a big ass puddle. It's not a pond. It is. <laughs> While we might not know the name of this amateur long jumper, <laughs> what we do know is that the frightened fellow managed to muster up the courage to return to the scene of his sighting, this time with a friend in tow. The anonymous duo armed themselves respectively with a shovel and a pitchfork. Those are standard go-to weapon items you can find in almost any shed or garage. Yeah, weapons. Think. Yeah. The anonymous duo armed themselves respectively with sake. a shovel and a pitchfork and stalk back into the forest ready to confront the hovering wraith. Good choice of weapon. Yeah, you know, if you don't have yeah. access to shotguns, machetes, other various sundry items like throwing no. stars. Brass knuckles a
1: pitchfork, throwing knife and a shovel will do. A, a, a K bar? I mean that's classic oh, mob
2: and chasing the Frankenstein monster 1930s universal. Well, yeah. stalking. And you can
1: keep things at a distance, which is good. Absolutely. Keep me a distance.
2: So armed with their pitchfork and shovel, the two <clears throat> went back into the woods hoping to find this thing. Well, I I that the guy that first saw them was probably still a little bit intimidating. His friend you have to assume was skeptical as fuck.
1: Yeah, because if you come to me and you're like, dude, I saw this blob, I jumped over a six foot mud puddle. We need to get weapons and go take care of this thing, I'm gonna be like, all right, Rob. You'd go with me. Yeah. Because you're be a, a friend. A, yeah, totally. But I you're would, not I would gonna assume go that there. you're drunk or you're having a psychotic yeah. break. But,
2: yeah, I would, but I would I would do it. No, do, we would, that's we would not do true it. at all well. because and you know what? Here I'm gonna throw a little ballyhoo at our friendship. If either of you guys came to me with some serious shit you saw in the woods, I would hundred percent take you at your word. And I would go back there fully expecting, not necessarily to see okay. a fucking blob ghost, but that there's something there that made you think so you saw that. So you're a better friend to me than I am to you. That's fine. I, I just wanted to make that clear that's to fine. our listeners. You're, you're a better friend. That I'm the guy you come to in a pinch. <laughs> I'm the friend you need <laughs> when monsters are loose. That is true. loose <laughs> and
1: fancy free. Don't come no, to I me. No, I know.
0: I've got a few <laughs> phone calls from him, like, at night. Me? I, no, no, from him. <laughs> yeah. like, it'll be, like, 1030. <laughs> I get a call from him. i like, oh, man, that's it. this can't be good. Cause the late night phone calls are always awful, but it's like, dude, I just saw some shit, man. Like, you don't, you don't call me.
2: Well, well wait, a, you know what? We've already established that. <laughs> That's <laughs> not, first off, <laughs> i You have a family and a wife, and people have to get up early.
1: Secondly, and then I'll get on you about your mental health. This, like, Robert, you need to get your life together. Your shit
2: is fucked <laughs> up. We're gonna get you a therapist. Don't worry. I need Chris to come out and confirm the crazy shit I see sometimes. That's true. I'm always
0: not doing anything.
2: Do we have a system of three where like you experience
1: it, you call Chris, and then he confirms and then calls me? I'd like to think so. Well, let's do that.
0: We've not. It's not ever really happening. We're gonna that start way, running but...
1: tests this week. All right, get ready. Well, it's like a fire drill. It's a kryptonaut
0: drill. Fair. Okay. All right. Okay, Rob. Make sure you see something. I know.
2: Yeah. Keep so, your eyes open. Well, <laughs> I'll, I'll at least fake one. All right. Good. Kryptonaut fire drill. <laughs> 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 Jesus Christ. Okay. Pitchfork, shovel, two guys, no, no names, it. woods. Right, let's do it. Without warning, the once skeptical cohort froze in his tracks, and his face became as white as a sheet. The petrified man silently pointed ahead toward a white shape, "quote unquote," which appeared to be defying the laws of gravity by maneuvering through the high branches of the trees. The so trees. not just unnaturally so gliding over the ground. Now it's in the tree. Now the shit's flat up huh. in the fucking tree line. Okay, doing some shit. Weird. Both friends suddenly drained of courage drop their provisional weapons and sprint it in the opposite direction yeah, of the thing never drop your weapons I know that's dumb that's every what? horror film teaches you that or every asshole that like throws their gun when it's out of bullets like it's not a $400 fucking tool that you can use as soon as you get more bullets you can yeah. you can still yeah, you can, just, whip well, yeah, you can just smash someone in the yeah, skull with right? it It always whip. infuriates me when I see that's that in a movie that's a pistol whipping old fashioned. Yeah, an old timey <laughs> pistol whipping but why would
0: you why would you just toss it anyway like you haven't engaged it yet you don't know what's yeah, gonna happen no,
2: I, you know that's what I. What I. Unless maybe they're about. thinking. Well, maybe, I, my maybe my thought is: the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Or, or maybe it. they're
1: assuming that the it was a pitchfork and a, and a shovel, so it's going to be like too cumbersome to run with. I've never ran with a pitchfork or a shovel. I'd well, imagine I it's it going to weigh you like, down to a, a certain bit. degree, but not, not, like not super dramatically.
2: Happy. Yeah. Or are you like even more complicated in your fear? Like it's going to think we want to attack it. We must look as vulnerable as possible, yeah, so it doesn't good, attack man. us first. Not good. Facing, Either way, it yeah. doesn't make a lick of sense. that no. you drop some shit. No, your fucking dad's tools almost certainly, and they're not yours. Oh, dude, dad's gonna be so pissed. He's not gonna be happy. No, he's gonna need the fucking pitchfork for the hay. Yeah, I, that's, uh, what take else? It do out you out use on, he's gonna take it for?
1: out on mom, and then it's gonna be Christmas oh. is ruined. Devil
2: Always. stabbings. Yeah, stab the <laughs> devil. Yeah, we, we stab yeah. the devil, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Some say that the third reported encounter with this creature also occurred in 1964, while others testified that it was 14 years later in 1978. This is part of the strange paper trail that is left in the wake of this creature. Regardless of the year, this tertiary run-in happened in the late afternoon and involved two youthful campers named Barry Scott and Russell Lee, who were both 14 years old at the time of the incident. According to their testimony... You don't know about Barry You don't trust him? Two first names. Ah, Mm. that's shady. Well, Russell Lee, that's two first names, too. Oh. All right. So you just don't trust these boys at all? I don't know yet. We'll see. All right, fair enough. Questionable. According to their testimony, the first sign that something was amiss in the forest was when both Scott and Lee heard something tramping. That's a quote. Tramping? Tramping. Heavy steps. Okay. tramping in the woods tramping yeah, around I mean, the tramping. woods yeah tramping. tramping around the woods Old timing. down the wooded hill outside of their tent how a creature that was able to float can also tramp is arguably the biggest mystery in this fucking case <laughs>
1: <laughs> i mean it's it's described as floating and it's a blob it's floating but not, gliding, it that, the first thing you said was
2: gliding
0: and that's kind of a weird word cuz that Cause, still needs a, a, a surface. surface right. like in my mind yeah, on a ground Gliding I mean, the, yeah, you can well, glide you in the can air, glide, yeah. but I'm
2: not picturing this thing on the air the way I was imagining it was sort of like what Mark was saying earlier with the uh, Aladdin's carpet uh, <sighs> analogy where I saw it like kind of following like the a, contours of the land, but you know, like maybe seven inches above it like like anti Yes, yeah so you know,
0: I didn't picture that at all. I just pictured it like smoothly. Just it's, it's moving in a way fast over those shapes But it shouldn't be right. moving that smoothly
1: like it's like it's got uh, like an antigrand. You know what I mean? That's what yeah, it means yeah, by yeah. gliding. It's well,
0: just that, smoothly going over everything. Way absolutely. Because that's what that's I'm what imagining I too. Because
2: yeah. here's the thing. Not so in the far, air. We, we've had it described as a blob, um, and we're gonna have we're gonna get another couple of descriptions very soon, and that's gonna change things a little bit. But <clears> but <throat> the way it moves, is like to me, is it like is it when they say it's undulating or rippling, is it like say a flat sheet? Like It's, like, CGI'd over, like, moving over rough terrain, like... Right, blah, blah, blah. That's seem, kind of
0: more, like, what I pictured.
2: Or, or is, is this, it something... Is it, like, like, like,
1: like a, like, like a four-foot blob, or it's, like, a big, hunky, like, squishy dome? I
2: think the answer is it's both. Okay. Depending right. on who's seeing it. But let's get back to, uh, to Lee and Scott's uh, sighting, because this is kind of interesting. All right, so they hear it tramping. They peek outside their tent, the boys and saw something that their young minds were utterly unprepared to deal with. The thing they described was a white, hovering, quote-unquote, being that was virtually identical to the creature seen by both Halenbeck, Chari, and the two unnamed men, except in this case, the being looked less like an amorphous blob and more like a prototypical ghost.
1: Like bedsheet, old-fashioned Yeah, the, evo- the evolution of the ghost.
2: Both teens, both teens agreed that the thing they saw floated more than walked. So, a weird combination of hovering and then occasionally touching the ground if it's doing both, Mm -hmm. even though it floats more. But each boy took from the experience two unique images. Barry, arguably the more pragmatic of the two, saw what he described as a bell shaped white being. So, we got that image. Bell shaped. Bell. Bell shaped.
1: Oh, wait a minute, Chris.
0: No, I know what it is.
2: All right. <laughs> Russell, on Just the check. other hand, verbally illustrated something that looked more like the Virgin Mary. You could not be uh, more farther apart than a bell or the Virgin no. Mary. Not so. <laughs> Really? As, as, as an oh, attendee of, of Catholic. School. Dude, I don't know. I because sometimes of the, cloak. the
0: shape, yeah, looks kind of. Oh, you but, know. I, what? I, I, let me read this part here. I recant my statement.
2: With the Virgin Mary often being depicted as having flowing white robes, perhaps the boys' descriptions are not really all that dissimilar, and I think that's probably the case. No, I've seen plenty now, now, there. Now, who knows? Now, maybe. Uh, I, was it Lee? Lee might have come from a deeply Catholic family. Maybe he went to Sunday school. Maybe he went to church every Sunday. Maybe he went to parochial school like Chris and I did. Maybe he was indoctrinating these images so when he sees a flowing white thing, his mind goes to Virgin Mary. Right, right. While Barry is like... It's that's a bell. A, that's a fucking crazy white,
1: right. rippling bell. No, but I, you're right, though. I can see how... The, describing it as the bell of the Virgin Mary, well, I can maybe,
0: see how that would be. Well, maybe. Yeah. Shape I mean, bells are kind of wider than... Oh yeah. yeah, I mean a being is longer. Well, if you
2: but if you if you imagine like the old the old statues of the Virgin Mary, you, I'm sure you remember from the schools where her arms yeah, are extended and the robes are going down. Sure, it would have a narrow top broaden out at the shoulders, extend further at the arms, and then kind of drape straight yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. That, well, that could be bell-like. Right. I mean, right. I know I'm, I'm grasping at straws here. I can see how he would get the description, though. I but, wanted to maybe, shit. Listen,
1: I wanted to shit on it, and you know what? I did, and I was wrong. Maybe it's I'm a biblical apparition. You don't need to apologize. I
2: will yeah, never.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> I, shit. All right. Don't you worry, Robert. All right, so Mary gave him a message. What was the fucking okay, message? Yeah, yeah, it's going to be
2: about nukes. It always is. You got to go back to Fatima, again. Mary does not like nukes. No, uh, this blob said nothing. Was a, oh, well, shit. Whatever <laughs> the thing may or may not have been, moments after they saw it, the rippling beast disappeared into the dense thicket, leaving the perplexed teens too terrified to remain in the woods. So again, gut reaction, get the fuck out of Dodge. Unfortunately, lacking a photograph or even a decent eyewitness sketch of the Kinderhook blob, it's difficult to even attempt to classify what this possibly phantasmagoric being might have been. At the very least, we can all agree that this unclassified creature was a UFO, and that it was both flying and clearly unidentified, only this time the O would probably stand for organism rather than object. Perhaps the most intriguing question regarding this seemingly innocuous creature is why does it seem to inspire a nearly universal reaction of terror in those who have seen it? Why is the first reaction to all observers... Why is the first reaction of all observers to simply run away from this entity? Is it simply a fear of the unknown, or does it indicate that the witnesses intuitively sense that there is something malevolent lurking deep in the Kinderhook woods? And these are the questions we're going to tackle right now, gentlemen. Evil. Is right. it pure, <clears throat> evil, or are these guys just pussies? We well, see something weird and want to so- get the fuck out, which, by the way, I respect. I'd probably feel the same way.
0: Okay. I mean, there still is every chance these are not the same thing.
1: I was thinking that when we were going over the descriptions, because the first one's coming down a hill gliding. The second one's in a tree. The third one's a bell
0: or Mary.
2: Mm-hmm. Mother okay, of It's Jesus. either a bell or Mary. There's no other option. Bell
1: or option. Mary, Mother of Jesus, Lord, yeah. Lord and Savior. The, but so, said the,
0: the the description of the first one is. I mean, it does say glide, and they saw it in the tree, and they still didn't. It was a vague description of it in the tree. I still pictured it kind of on the tree, but still moving in a weird right. way, not hovering per se. You know what I mean? Right. With the second one, clearly. It appeared to be hovering. If yes. this
1: was three separate occasions, I mean, it, it, there's similar... No, well, it seems like the first two, let's, it seems like it could be the
2: same let's thing. Let's just do a quick uh, review of what pe- the people claim to have seen, okay. and, and that way right. we can break it down a little more uh, accurately. The first one by Bruce Halenbeck and his cousin Chari from 1962, there was a high-pitched whistling noise. The At okay. yep. time, I think... Uh, that was mentioned in any of the accounts. Uh, like a, a, a sound associated yeah. with it besides tramping. Uh, was indicated. And what they saw was a white object peering from behind a pine tree. because uh, that was the first yeah, one. Now you're... So I did an illustration of basically a amorphous white blob kind of peeking around a pine right. tree because that's, that's all you got that's all he's but, but the fact that it seems to be half concealed behind a tree, mm-hmm. giving the impression, at least to a 10 year old boy, that he's being looked at by right. it, even though there's no clear indication of facial features or eyes or anything like that. So the first one, um, no floating, no gliding. Not in the high trees, just just a a white tree peeking around the corner, kind of like an E.T. moment where like the cute little amorphous blob from another dimension peeks out and sees other kids playing like, can we be friends? Can we cover all these bonds that separate us and, and just find a way to just play kickball? You know, yeah. Just do our thing, Spielberg style, 82. <laughs> Come on. And so that's what or that is. Or maybe
1: because this is white, maybe it's that when E.T. turned into a white turd
2: and died. Oh, my God. That's yeah. the saddest thing that ever happened on a silver screen. That's what happens. You All turn right. into a white turd and you die. Then we go to 1964. Jeez. Nope. Jeez. All right. well. <laughs> I don't want to bring it down. And, and this is when alert. the direct quote from the unnamed man as a big white glob... I'm sorry, blob. <clears throat> yeah, was gliding in an unnatural fashion down a hill. Mm-hmm. So you got just, a blob. So, yeah, so I, if I, it's a blob, I, it's not flat. So there's something solid, pile-like yeah. to well, it. Right. I think. And it's I gliding Yeah. I mean, down to be a, a blob, hill. you have to have some substance. You. No one ever sees a flat thing like a like a like a. No, it's, it's, it's got to have some height
0: to it at least. Yeah. A so little it's bit, got not completely
1: flat. Like I can't get the idea of the blob from the blob remake out of my, out of my I mind. I love the 88 blob it's remake. What I, it's all no. I'm thinking of is is that.
2: As, as much as I think, uh, and I'm going to digress only briefly, that John Carpenter's The Thing is arguably the greatest remake ever. No, I think it is. I think, yeah. um, I, I think a close second and third for me are the Chuck Russell blob from 88 and yeah. the David Cronenberg fly from 86. Totally. is <laughs> so both, skeevy. It's so oh. skeevy. Cronenberg, it's dirty as hell. Yeah, it's gross. But, but yes, I, I definitely think of blobs in those terms too. But do we have to think outside of that box, though? Well, yeah, because it's not like that. It, like, like it almost that's like, like That's getting shit. me stuck. I'm getting stuck with that. Like, you got to like, just think of it as a shape, like like almost like scrubbing bubbles. Remember those foam bubbles right. from those old fucking commercials with yeah. the cartoon? I don't. I think they're called scrubbing bubbles. I don't know. No, like, something about. like that.
1: But this thing, I mean, it, white. It's not like the, they're seeing it, and I mean, our, I guess they're not really describing it, but I'm assuming that it's solid. Well, yeah, because,
2: so it's not fan- because we don't we don't get yeah. the description that it's transparent. Right. Well, transparent, you so it's not you like see it sounds like a phantom or something. Well, sometimes it moves like one. I mean, mm, you can be phantom esque and not necessarily be translucent. So the
0: first one, the the, the counts, from the first two counts, it, it feels like it's a thing, not yeah. a, not a phantom it's, or some like it's a creature. Right. It yeah, seems absolutely. it seems like a creature at least. The and they the, s- and the
2: second part of the second account, which is when the guy returned with a buddy all armed to the teeth with shovels yeah. and pitchforks, they just describe it as a white shape. But this time, instead of being near to the ground it's and a gliding tree, down a hill...
0: Fucking around branches. it's
2: Yeah, darting around branches in a tree.
0: Yeah, that, yeah that's fucking weird.
2: And then when we get to uh, Lee and Scott's uh, sighting, which is either 14 or two years later, depending on which yeah. <laughs> sort, you get this weird... Yeah, things are different. Other here or kind now. of thing. Now it's not surprising. Like something that might look like a weird undulating blob could also to a fourteen-year-old kid look like a ghost. It really just depends yeah. on your perspective. <clears throat> right. If you're inclined to believe in ghosts or the Virgin Mary or weird bells, yeah, yeah. But if you believe in bells, Gee, if you believe in bells, yeah, the then power you are going to see it as such. Yeah. But I, I actually, unlike what you guys were saying earlier, I think that these could very credibly be the exact same no, thing. I, no, I know.
0: They, they could be, but they also couldn't be. I was just they pointing out. They also couldn't out. be, yes. Right.
2: There's no guarantee that it is. Yeah. But I think, it, seeing it's, uh, I mean, it's an expanse of woods somewhere in New York State. It's probably not super vast. And maybe there's a breeding population of weird, free-floating white things. And, <laughs> and possibly, they all saw different ones. Or maybe there's just one. Yeah, or maybe it's a seagull stuck in a bedsheet, just fucking around in the woods. <laughs> you mean, a pile <laughs> of seagulls <laughs> scares the shit out of everybody. It's floating. It's changing shape. It's undulating. It's a seagull. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's a goddamn seagull. It's a fucking sky rat wrapped in a fucking
2: cloth. Or is All it? Right. Is it an atmospheric monster, which we dealt with a little bit with in the, the gargantuan gliders, yep. and we dealt with also in the in sky, sky spinner. Yeah. I mean, a white blobby floating that could be a cloud like thing now True. it wasn't it wasn't described as wispy and vaporous at any point yeah I feel like no. that's that
0: you would know that I feel like if that's what the case yeah. but I,
2: I just don't think you can completely rule out something that maybe belongs in the upper atmosphere somehow falling to earth to die yeah
0: I i, I think you're only saying that because it's white
2: yeah absolutely <laughs> I mean right. that's
0: anything like really you're Right,
2: if it was fucking <laughs> puce or whatever it's not even a yeah. color it's puce. puce? Color? Oh, I, I think know. you're. Uh, I was trying to say fuchsia. I think at I first. Think it, when you said puce. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You conflate. I feel like Yeah. I'm gonna fuchsia paint, and I'm gonna, p- 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 yeah. I'm
1: gonna paint my. I'm pretty sure that's not a puce. color either.
2: No, that that's like boots or something. <laughs> All right. Either way. <laughs> if it was We're a not non- white, it's clearly a non-Euclidean yeah. monster. I'm gonna be at Home Depot tomorrow, and I'm gonna go to the paint department and
1: say yes, I need a gallon of puce paint.
2: Puce paint we well, see what happens. Puse. Could you mix it with the
1: Pygmalion, please? Yeah, we'll what happens. I'll, I'll, I'll text you guys and let you know. Or Pygmalion. I'm only go. an artist.
2: What am I supposed to know? Colors? Yeah. <laughs> God. For losers. Whatever. I'm abs. black and white. I'm an illustrator. Yeah. What's up, Frank Miller? What's up, yeah. Good era, Frank oh, Miller. I wish. I wish. <laughs>
0: good
1: era. <laughs> good era. The
2: best. Hey, okay, right.
1: so, now, interestingly, though, the, the time between the accounts, how- Well, it's, it, it, Two it's, or 14. it's either this.
2: This is the weird thing, because I could not- find a confirmed, uh, you know, 100% saying, no, this is clearly what it is. The different right. sources I found literally say that these things either happened in 62 and 64 or 62... Yeah, I'm sorry. The first one definitely happened in 62. The second one definitely happened in 64. The third one either happened in 64 as well okay, or 78. All right, so there's not... A consistent. That I just can't confirm. Right. Okay, all right, and cool. I haven't been able to track down uh, Barry Scott or Russell Lee. Okay, all right. Um, which you know you think will be pretty easy. I mean, Kinderhook's not huge, and you know we have their full names, but it's just not something we are terrible New Yorkers that we don't know where Kinderhook is. It's somewhere in this fine state. I mean, this state—the Empire State—is state big, but we should know where this is, and we don't. It's somewhere between us. And the Pennsylvania border It's true, or Canada I don't know if it's above us it might be <clears> above <throat> us so we want to start with
1: what should we start with
0: well I, I,
2: let's I don't start, know let's start I talking
0: th- about I, be- I believe they saw something no I, I do too they definitely <laughs> saw something whatever that is I yeah. don't know
1: whether or not it was a phantasmagorical Ooh, creature phantasmagorical. of evil I, I do love that word it doesn't have to oh, be evil oh, I love phantasmagorical
2: too so. In the, you know, interest of full disclosure, I think we should also mention that there are also uh, at least one Bigfoot sighting from the Kinderhook Woods area. Really? Yeah. Um, And interestingly enough, it involves the Halenbeck family again, which I know raises the hackles on all of our necks. We're like, oh boy, when it's the same grouping. They saw... Someone in his family also saw a Bigfoot-like creature, a hairy hominid, um, I think, in the woods near kinderhook lake okay all right well maybe they're just lucky i'm gonna say i'm gonna say uh i'm just gonna quote directly from bruce hallenbeck okay funnily enough though the, uh, I'll, I'll get to that in a second on september 24th of i'm sorry on september 24 of 1980 something showed up in my grandparents backyard and started making some ungodly sound and scared everybody so much that my cousin came over with a shotgun and scared it off He said it was walking on two legs. If you experience something you can't explain, you can either say my eyes and ears are playing tricks on me or there is something really out there. So this was told to the syndicated television show, PM Magazine, for anyone that's ancient as fuck and still remembers that crazy... Well, it wasn't local. It was nationally syndicated, but it was low-budget.
1: PM a magazine? PM, I PM don't PM
2: evening magazine. I do you don't remember, remember that, that at all, Chris? No. It was so old. I remember it vaguely when I was so What kid. was the magazine about? It was just literally they would do local interest stories from around the country right. and then broadcast it universally across said country. Okay. Yeah, I don't recall it offhand. It, hand, it doesn't really matter, but apparently his grandmother or somebody in his family, Bruce Hallenbeck's family, got... Some notoriety by talking about their Bigfoot encounter completely removed from the Kinderhook blob. At least one has to assume. I mean, if, if okay. Schmooze and fucking Bigfoot are hanging out, but there's also a plethora of UFO sightings in that area, too. Now, again. Oh, we cross and. It's, it's strange. Is this like one of those, like. Bridgeport triangles. Yeah, I was, I was just thinking about that actually, thing where, yeah, where you yeah. know it sort of or like the Ohio River Valley, which really seems like a nexus of truly unusual experiences. Yeah. that might not be directly related, but are astonishing because they happen in such a you know relatively narrow geographic space. Right, possibly, but I feel like we have to weigh this all separately. It's easy once you hear that there's, but people see UFOs literally across the globe and the continental yeah. United States, everywhere. Now, I don't know of a sighting of a UFO directly correlating right when the Kinderhook blob was seen. Right. So I don't want to d- put too much on that because, of course, we all want to say, oh, yeah, it seems foreign. It's an extraterrestrial. Case closed. Move on. Right. This is just in the area. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. It's, it doesn't mean that it's Ooh. not possible. I mean, it would almost it was, make so, sense in some ways that this thing would be an alien. Was it,
1: the UFO also spotted by the same family home? Well, that I'm not sure okay. about. All right.
2: just, just making sure. It's just cause... said that there were numerous UFOs reported around the same time as a large, reddish-haired, hairy hominid living in the same patch of woods. So, in 1980, in the autumn of 1980, there was a spate of UFO sightings and this Bigfoot sighting. Okay. Maybe it was all from Hallenbeck's family, or maybe only the Bigfoot sighting. I don't know. Yeah. But still... That's two years after the last confirmed sighting of the Kinderhook blob, right. or possibly 16 years after the last confirmed sighting, depending on which one's accurate. So we got yeah. a
1: blob. We have three or four separate sightings of a blob. Yes. Okay. Uh, and then we have a, U- a, uh, blob. a Bigfoot
0: and a UFO. Uh, right. I'm going to not take those in consideration for the moment. Okay. All right. Just because I just don't know any of the facts about those. So I can't mm-hmm. really... Concede them. You threw them out there, which is good. Yep.
1: Yeah, no, it's good. Because Full the one, disclosure. one the but, uh, Bigfoot was spotted by one of the d- dudes uh, that if, saw, or one of the family members if, of the guy that saw the blob.
0: Yeah. Okay, so that's... Well, he said a thing on two legs. It's true. It is true.
2: But bear in mind, if, if, Helen Beck saw the blob. Right. Yes. In 62. Okay. So that's 18 years before this red haired this thing bigfoot two legged bipedal yeah. thing, okay. thing. whatever the fuck no, it nice. is. sure so oh. i agree with chris let's just table that okay the ufos maybe that's more interesting because again this seems like an anomalous life form that might not be indigenous to earth we don't have things we don't have okay, th- so natural land blobs land, yeah
0: land blobs <sighs> so as far as i know are not a thing no i've never experienced
2: one i can't say i have i've never even seen a documentary but, on no, national no, no i mean it is there's a lake there right There is a lake. Okay. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, Chris.
0: So, like, (laughs) the voice of reason and logic. Which I normally am not. I'd be (laughs) like, fuck, that ain't real. (laughs) I'm like, what are you saying? I don't know. So, what could possibly. uh, I mean blobbish thing comes from lake. That's a horribly non-scientific thing to say.
2: No, blobbish thing <laughs> comes from lake is the most scientific <laughs> thing that's ever you, been said you, on this pod. say it in a Russian yeah.
0: accent, it'll be that much sweeter. <laughs> <I'm trying to laughs> <laughs> that's true.
1: Um, okay. No, I, I like where you're going with this. Please
0: continue. Yeah. I like it. No, I mean, who knows? It could have been some weird thing. I don't know where this was in in, in relation to
2: the, to the lake. lake. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, the thing is, if there was just one sighting, I could almost think, um, and again... We are not scientists, so I, you know, I'm just Speak pissing in yourself. the wind. Fair enough. Mark's a scientist; the rest of us aren't. But there was like a methane release, or something that would cause like a foaming Oy. on top of the water, uh, a solid I foaming. Actually, I know about this. And it methane, got bl- methane. Yep, swamp and, gas. And it yep. got blown by a certain heavy breeze. So you see this floating Blonde. bundle of white bubbles, seeming to kind of bounce its way through the woods at a distance. I could see where you'd be frightened. I could see yeah. where you think it was animate. I Again, this to me, I feel like I'm Alan J. Hynek talking about swamp gas in Michigan, and I expect fully people to, you know, read me a new one. No, I'm not saying I'm dude. saying that I 100% think this is the case. What I am saying is we really have to entertain the possibility that... If yeah. At least one of these sightings might right. have been just a natural thing. You know, I mean, if, if you literally do see... I mean, I know we were joking earlier about seagulls and bedsheets, but yep. if someone's laundry got loose <laughs> and it's blowing through the tops of trees and it seems to be herky-jerking around or it's caught on a branch you right. don't see, so it's moving back and forth in a way that seems controlled and intelligent, yeah. but isn't... No, yeah, but sure. The, the problem with both the methane lake foam theory and the fucking rogue laundry is that there are fucking that's rogue laundry though. Four separate sightings. Right. right. Yeah, no, right. <laughs> and and that all can't be explained rogue by laundry. that. Yeah. <laughs> well the yeah.
0: first one really is I mean, I guess it is a sighting, but like I saw a white thing behind a tree. Well, behind a tree, yeah. I don't think it had eyes, but it cleared, it looked like it was peering at me. So that's a that's a tough one to
2: that could be any animal. But in some ways it's a in some ways, it's the most uh, concrete because it's something peeking around a tree. Like, that's something an animal might do or an intelligent creature right. that's afraid to make contact but curious. No, it's
0: definitely something that's possible, but it's the most vague. Like, w- you can't get anything off of it that. It could
2: literally be anything behind that
1: tree, except that it has to be white and faceless. Right. Was, it, did, was this during the I day? Mean, uh, yeah, I, I believe so. Okay. I think in in nature, we could find enough white things that we could put behind a tree. Whether it, be, whether it be a deer or a deer, I don't even know what to do with that. Or... Well, there's or... enough white things behind trees
0: <laughs> in this world. <laughs> Dismissed. No, that's, well, that's a, pretty much the funniest fucking thing ever. That is, You better not cut that. That's got to stay in. End. I'll
1: put it in the end of the episode yeah. as, as, a, as a spoiler. <laughs> just, <All> right. There's <laughs> enough
0: white things
1: behind
2: trees <laughs> in the world. I'm really not thinking it's a rogue polar bear. Like, I don't know. Oh, no, I don't think it would be a, a rogue. And, I mean, and, there's and, no polar and, bears I'll, in New York. But like so. I say, what? All right, so they said a blob-like thing. I think I'm quoting directly there. Um, right. A blob-like thing peeking out from behind a tree, but with no face. I don't
0: even know if they said blob-like.
2: It, they did say Maybe something. I said let like me, a white
0: thing go. behind the tree. I mean, it was no, really no. Me, Obviously,
1: like albino deer, but you would know. I would hope you would know a deer if you saw it. And
2: I'll quote. I'll quote. Uh, <laughs> directly here. Um, they heard the high pitch whistle. Okay, you're right. This is very vague. Yeah. A white object. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Object from behind a nearby tree. Yeah. I say peering, but in fact, it had no eyes that I could see. So okay. White right. object. So something just accurate. Woo. It is the most. <laughs> yeah, could you imagine? Like, oh. <laughs> at that point, hey. yeah, if it was
0: like light brown and it's a sunny day, I, I don't know if you could say that was white or not. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? If that's really what it was, he was just like, hey.
2: Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking weird. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> You'd right. almost have to, dis- like, honestly, if this were the only case of the Kinderhook blob, a 10-year-old and a 7-year-old. Oh, we wouldn't be talking about it. Oh, That something no, 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 no. like went, what's up? Out, yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> that this would never have made hey. an article. And goes back in. Yeah. And, and, we, and as no. we said so many times before, it is the human mind's unerring desire to string together disparate ideas <clears> into <throat> a cohesive whole that first makes all sorts of technology and wonderful things possible, but also makes strings of resinous well, yes. conspiracies yes. Of yes. seem plausible when yeah. they're not. But for the sake of argument, let's just assume that this is the first sighting of it and move on because it is the next sighting that's actually more interesting because this takes us to at least a slightly more anatomical uh, accuracy, even though it's still vague as fuck. And that is a big white blob. Right. Now, that was gliding in an unnatural fashion, which I still love. Yeah. I love that so much. All right. So. Yeah. They see it. I still don't know what that means. It's an unnatural
1: fashion down
2: a hill. (laughs) Yes. Toward the person, toward the so person. so not trying to make itself right. away like a lot of animals. I mean, besides rabbit animals, most animals are not interested in right. getting close. What did he add? It was just a big fucking boulder. It was just fucking rolling. <laughs> like fuck you, no way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously, <laughs> oh, really? Really. rock.
0: Yeah, no, I could
1: totally see that. Totally, I just, oh just I... naturally.
2: Um, so what, what was the next one? The next one is the same in the guy tree. with his friend, um, and they saw... Oh, they, they came back, Earth. and, the then, it, saw the and big then it was white in blob. the tree. Okay. Yep, it's floating right. in the trees, and again, that's just a really vague thing. Yeah, I don't know um, that white could, shape, what okay. that means. So that a could be shape.
1: the seagull in, in the shawl, as we call that. So rolling down the hill <laughs> could
2: be the methane foam... Fiction monster, right. and then in the trees or boulder, it's old lady McLeary's white sheets. Yeah, I don't know with about methane. Singles. I don't know about
1: methane foam rolling down a hill. I, I had, don't believe I, that's the case. I have experience with methane. Um, with what, methane what, what foams up water where it stays consistent or air? Methane or but air doesn't survive beyond a lake very long. I, you wouldn't. I've never seen it at a place that might employ me. I've never seen it um, out of a tank. It's not like we're walking. We're like, oh, hey, look, there's a big methane
2: thing in but the yard. But we like, piles happened, of shit ever. foam on the shore of our local lake. Right. Sure, right. But that's right. not a cohesive shape. and not going to I've certainly, I've certainly it... never seen it roll like a fucking tumbleweed. No, that's never. That's not going to get no, out no, into the woods. I don't believe it is any of that. I'm no. trying to put my skeptic no, 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 hat no. on, but I honestly don't think it is lake foam. Well, no, or seagulls and laundry. V- no. <laughs> nothing <laughs> dissipates seagulls pretty quickly. Seagulls and is funny. So it probably is. they are like
0: laughing somewhere. A bunch of geesegals? seagulls. Seagulls yeah. and laundry. <laughs> we oh, fucking fuck got him.
2: <laughs> and they ah, laughed at j- evilly. J- <laughs> yeah. right, okay. So it, it can glide on the ground. Okay. It can float amongst the limbs cool. of the high trees. Uh, yeah, I don't know what that even means. It can peek behind a tree. Okay. <sighs> and it can, third and finally, tramp down a hill. Tramp. Making noise where it floats more than it walks, but it still is occasionally walking. Okay. And it is basically. Uh, arched dome, a bell shape, right. or and/or Mother it Mary, is the, the Lord Jesus's mother, coming down to say, out no, your, put out your campfire. I know. Don't touch yourselves <laughs> in that tent, boys." <laughs> There's no message
0: though, so I don't believe it is. I don't believe it is the Virgin Mary yeah, yeah. I think if all. Mary
1: shows up, doesn't she normally have like a message Always. or like, demand? No, it's it's yeah. Like, yeah my son says, yeah. Uh, yeah. "Cut yeah. your shit." Yeah, knock it off. Be cool. Nukes are
0: bad. See ya. That's yeah. pretty much
1: oh, she, the she line. books
2: She books. She She's battles. kind of a lot like aliens, like they deliver the same thing. Oh, are you Nuclear drawing parallels?
1: Oh yeah. Have you watched that documentary on Amazon Prime? I have not. Me neither. Okay. <laughs> Just making sure we achieve thing. nothing wow, in this I know, conversation.
2: Man. I don't <laughs> even know what you're I'm talking about. I'm pretty
1: sure I, I saw a, a documentary. I don't know if it was on Amazon Prime or not about like uh, mm. like Jesus and Mary and you know like, like aliens. I do
2: have a book titled something Jesus. like Jesus drives a flying saucer. Or God. I heard God of that. God pilots a UFO. I bought, yeah, yeah. I bought it at a fucking Goodwill place when I was shopping with you, Chris, years ago. Oh, we, we did have that. Volunteers of uh, America. Oh, I found God. That, that okay. Fucking copy Do you remember how I had to buy during it?
1: During RoboFlowers, it was like, does the devil pilot a UFO? Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. Absolutely. So there you go. So, it's right, so is, it,
2: is it Satanic? Is it no. is it St. Lee?
0: No. Is
2: it Foam? is it fucking is, is it foam? Robber. I know. And fucking I ha- I have trouble with, with those with
0: the last with those two. I still feel like yeah. They're different my mind wants to say they're different things. I'm more
1: inclined to think they're just they come, white.
0: That's all the only thing I have in common. There's nothing to
2: Yeah, there's there, there's nothing to it. Like it's there's no interaction Here's really. Here's what, what I'm interested about in the uh, the the Lee the Scott and Lee case and that is um it implies a humanoid shape. I know. I know right. Scott it's, saw it as, right. as a bell shape. And that Lee was more inclined to think in terms of, you but know, that's still a shape. They're, but they're, they're still shape. Yeah. Now they don't say face. Never is there a face or f- facial features or eyes or right. a mouth yeah, ever right. mentioned. Nor are there limbs. No. Right. Ever yeah. mentioned yeah. or tendrils or any other sort of appendages that might help it get along. That's true. It is either an amorphous blob or a ghost-like thing. It seems to undulate, so it it, it doesn't seem to have. I think we can, I guess, rule out a skeleton for the most part, because yeah, it seems to be safely. moving. There's yeah, no I don't think it's undead. Like yeah. an amorphous sort of blob wood, <laughs> I guess. Now the real question then it comes comes to, is it animate or inanimate? <sighs> It seems to be going towards people, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's the case. It could just be going in a direction and people are there. Right. Well yeah. Right. That doesn't th- it doesn't th- seem to have no... any intent except when it peeked behind a tree, seemingly curious at the kids' activities. Well right. I know I'm reading a lot into it. I yeah, agree. I'm first I mean, to admit. Yeah. But Does that's he... the one thing that implies some sort of sentience. Th- there's no real interaction. Well, the kids booked the second they saw it. Right. Well, but
1: just because it, it, they saw it move from behind the tree, it wasn't like, "Hey, kids, what's up?" And then they're like, "Fuck!" Yeah, they just assumed it, it was.
0: There was it was towards that. Yeah.
1: So, but there's no real interaction. Like, there's no real like up close interaction with it. It's just kind of there, and people are observing it. And and
2: and that, yeah, what if that, it's just
0: taking a piss? It's arm moved. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It, it just be behind a tree. Just because they saw something behind a tree, they just assumed it was an act toward them.
2: But right. we don't know. We don't exactly. know. But so. That brings us to another thing, not to interrupt you. Right. Which I kind of pointed out at the, at the end of the article, and that is the most intriguing question regarding the seemingly innocuous creature is why does it seem to inspire a nearly universal reaction of terror in all those who have seen it? Is it just because these people
1: think they either think they're seeing or they're actually seeing something so unnatural that they're just like, oh shit, and they got to get
2: out of it. That is absolutely the most easy, valid theory for it. And probably the one I subscribe to. But there's also this sense that if I saw something undulating in white, I would probably stop and be curious, and I would look again, and I would look yeah. again. Now, if it was coming towards me and it was floating above the ground or occasionally touching the ground right. and moving in a way that was so unnatural that it just made me feel like fucking icky in the guts, right. then I might fucking book. Yeah. But at first, I think I would definitely be intrigued. And it seems like intrigue doesn't last very long in any of these eyewitnesses. It is almost immediately usurped by outright fear. Yeah. yeah. And so, well, sure. again, what you say, I agree with. Seeing something that seems so... Unnatural to what you expect to see in the fauna typically found in the woods of fucking New York would be enough to instigate that. But also, is there something like a lot of old Loch Ness monster sightings? People talked about something unnatural and totally ugly about it, like especially if they were on a boat and saw it close. There's something that just inspired mm. raw terror that went beyond just. Curiosity about a biological because oddity, or fear of something that large being in the water near
0: them.
1: Right, and because it's something that you're just not used
2: to ever seeing, and so, so you're it right. creates. Well, yeah,
0: but there's yeah. always that's the valid. surprise. You just, I mean, the right. shit can be terrifying. That isn't if you're just in the woods or when you're camping <laughs> or whatever, and all of a sudden you just turn around. There's a fucking white... black bear there. Oh, right. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna get that feeling in your gut. of yeah. just like
2: holy shit. Yeah. Well, but you, that's you, at you just, least the you, kind of fear you can understand. Because that's the kind of fear that you can that's say prim- bears are carnivores. Primordial Sh- fear, yeah. Sh- I'm, Sh- sure, I'm in danger but of being if there's prey. still just
0: some crazy shit there, I think you, that might kind of I'm, get I'm a knee-jerk they, reaction yeah, at least. Because it,
1: is, because it is this white blob, amorphous, phantasmagoric type thing, if be, if people see it and they instinctually understand, like, this is not right. of this
2: earth or this is not normal, that this is what causes complete Or terror. could it be, and again, I'm more inclined to subscribe hey. to what you just said, Mark, but could it be that we have instincts we we have natural fears of things like spiders and snakes that we don't necessarily have to learn not all of us have them obviously i got a little thing about spiders i like snakes but generally speaking we have a natural fear of things that we know are venomous or dangerous even without knowing the way they move the way they do something the way they just are instills an instinctive terror could there be something about this That is kind of spreading that sort of feeling because we intuitively recognize not just that it's utterly foreign and bizarre, but that there's intrinsically something very dangerous about this thing. Yeah, totally. I can I can totally see that. Again, I'm more inclined to think what you guys are saying. It's just how weird it is strikes you sure. as disturbing and you want to get the fuck out of dodge that makes perfect sense but i just can't help but think like everyone's first reaction they see it they don't the kids don't talk about oh and we stayed and we looked and we tried you know, to the, see and it and played like peekaboo and it's bouncing yeah. back and forth then f- stepped out and we got scared and ran right. it's like i saw it she saw it we're out guy saw it is out comes back with his friend they're armed to the teats with fucking farm implements yeah they run away the second they see it again and the two kids that were camping they see it they're out. Pack up camp and go. Right. Yeah. So, again, all of that can be explained just by this is weird and I don't want to be here. But it also seems like it's running deeper. Yeah. You just don't know. Or not. <laughs> no,
1: no. I you mean, just don't know. Yeah, could be. I don't know. It, I mean, it, it, again, it, it could be. I think as humans, I think part of our evolution is avoiding shit that we think might kill us. Always. Well, that's, so, how, that's
0: how we evolved exactly. Survival. If we didn't do that, we wouldn't have been. Yeah. No. So, uh, we would I be mean, here.
1: maybe this is one of those things where you just see something and you're
0: like, Is it an active threat? Fuck it. Yeah. To us as a species. Yeah, well, especially if it's something you, that weird and it's moving toward you. Right. Even if it was moving in a direction kind of toward you, right. you would probably book.
2: Oh, it definitely. Especially me out. in
0: the last one. If it looked like, if all of a sudden you just turn on those apparitions, like. <laughs>
2: And that one seems to be like full on floating. Yeah, so it's like, like you know I'm thinking I'm like go, I'm two out here or three here. feet above the ground, but I have no way of knowing that. Right. Yeah, know but the that. other one seemed to be ju- well, no, it had to be a little closer because it's occasionally stepping on the ground too and making yeah, tr- a hell of a lot of noise. Trampling, Tramping. which They're implies all tramping. This is interesting. It implies weight. Everything yeah. else we've seen, especially yeah, when we think of traditional physics, if something can glide or float, it it's is virtually weightless. Yeah. The fact that this thing made such a ruckus when it did occasionally step. Right. It implies at least some sort of girth and and, and yeah. Subs- well, I just think I think the yeah. word
0: glide is used in in a, in a not normal way because you can say like look at those ice skaters just gliding across. Clearly, they have weight. Yeah, they weigh 180 pounds. They're just right. gliding across the ice. So when you use the word glide. To me, it just implies I'm he's able to navigate yeah, I'm thinking in like a way that like you're just Marty not used McFly to.
2: like on a hoverboard. That's, Glide. See, that's what you're picturing. That's not but, what but, I was no, picturing. Chris is actually picturing. talking, making contact with the ground. And I understand that, especially for the time um, when the first unnamed dude who was walking through the woods saw it undulating down the hill. Kind yeah. Of that. Right. Where that doesn't count is when it's up amongst the tree branches. That's yeah. clearly, act, that's not just hovering, that's active flight. Yep. Yeah. And uh, or well, when, when, it's and when it was well, when it was, it, it could count actually when it was a bell too. When it was a bell slash St. Mary, right. that could also be partially on the ground, and they thought it was floating because it moved in such an odd up and down sort of way. Yep. But the only time, the only time that it might not be making contact with the ground is when it's in the treetop. So Chris actually makes a point: when it's behind the tree, it's on the ground. When it's coming down the hill, it's likely on or very near the ground. When, uh, you know, the bells of St. Marys are heading towards the fucking camping kids. It's also making enough sound on the ground to imply that it might be on the ground. Yeah. The only time it seems not to be that right. is when it's flying. But at least it, it, but it still st- seems to move where it's not really enslaved to gravity. Right.
0: Yeah. And it still could be. I mean, if you just see something that's still stuck to the thing moving in a weird way, you can easily say, that it looks like it's flying, like it's floating. Sure. It's moving in a way that it shouldn't mm. be. We have so. to, I guess, remain.
2: This is one of those really bizarre cases that you, you'd hope that there'd be more substantiation. You really hope that there had been a sighting in the post-smartphone uh, era where motherfuckers could have shot it. But unfortunately, the last yeah. known sighting was at least 78, if not 64. Um, I, I would love to have seen some legitimate eyewitness sketches. No. Did, I've done a couple of my own artistic interpretations, like I always do, but it's based loosely. I did one that was it, peeking behind a tree where it's sort of an amorphous blob, and I did one where it's more ghost-like and floating amongst trees. Mm. Um, but it's still my interpretation based on very scant eyewitness that's reports. Right, right, right. right. So it's one of those cases where it's so vague that it really is either something really extreme and exciting, like an unknown biological entity that either hails from Earth or the depths of Kinderhook Lake or somewhere that can move in a strange way and kind of inspires terror if by virtue of its very foreignness or something inherently malevolent. Or it is just a series of really natural things like fucking plastic bags floating around a fucking parking lot in a windstorm, but just put together in a way that just deceived people that are completely dismissible if you had a chance to look at it with a clean, clear, sure. skeptical eye. Right. Sure. And and there's nothing really in between. So hoax-wise, I think we
1: covered the
0: seagull uh somebody would hoax it
1: with a seagull.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I don't um, think that'd be a hoax. That really a me, hoax. That's an accident. That, yeah. that is a complete Laundry line accident. Let's say a hoax of nature. A hoax right, of a nature. hoax of nature. Well yeah, done. Because nothing was oh, right.
1: plan that out. Coming Mis- out I- next year. Misidentified your book. Yeah. or hoax of nature. or yeah. completely misunderstood. Uh, right methane, after the hidden war. Yeah, methane gas and whatnot. We talked about that. Yeah. Sea foam. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. know. It's, no, so, upstate New York lake sea foam. Yeah, not really. I, I just don't no. see it. Wow. Well. Now we all agree that they saw something. It really seems like they did. So, should we try to like put this into maybe a little tiny box, maybe an alien box, maybe a
2: zoology box,
1: maybe alien an
2: interdimensional ma- box? That's fucking. That's <sighs> always a possibility. But that again, that that is like calling. You might as well open up the the sorcerer's box. Well, the only reason point. I bring because that up is because is, you know, in the same area we have UFO and we have Sasquatch. In a weird way. Well, it would be nice to find out how close this is to the Watertown vortices. Oh, yeah, it would be. And who's to say that's the only place where vortexes exist in New York? No, I'm sure that there is. Well, no, it's a
0: ley line, supposedly. So, I mean, it's not like they just. So, I wonder if If Kinderhook lies on a ley line, maybe.
2: I mean,
1: if if that's the explanation for it, as far as a ley line being some form of like. Form of transportation I don't necessarily understand how it works Oh no, no Well but, like do. I tried to look N- into it I don't it, even think the like,
0: people The claim they know how it works yeah, Really like, know how it works there's, But there's,
1: Like there's There's a well, Yeah it's never a clear those, cut explanation What are those yeah.
0: called? What are those, those oh, dowsing Yeah there's a There's a yeah. dowsing involved And oh, then there's like Oh dowsing your way to a vortex you can douse apparently I for I man. Like, I've looked at this. People like, yeah, douse for like...
1: Water, charcoal... Uh, snails. Do- Doritos. Clams. I would totally douse Deal, for Doritos. Deals at TJ Maxx oh, douse, and douse. fucking <laughs> <laughs> other places. Like, no, yeah, oh. Dousing yeah. for deals. I'm dousing for deals at <laughs> fucking Marshalls. So, actually, Bed Bath & Beyond. So, that's where I go for all my deals anyway. Um... I don't don't necessarily know if the ley lines are... I I, I don't think that that's an intricate part of something being interdimensional or something that's traversing time and space. Oh, not at all. I think we can all all
2: concede that we are not experts. When I say
1: interdimensional, all I'm saying is that I'm not saying it's necessarily things coming through a portal to interact with us, but thus that possibly maybe we're seeing a glimpse into a different reality or... State a mm. different dimension or existence of Earth. Not necessarily... There doesn't have to be an interaction. It doesn't have to be like, hey, I'm a fucking six-armed seagull, motherfucker. <laughs> and they're all excited, and I'm just saying it could just be Jesus anything. Christ. You see that this might be like a a glimpse into a different
2: reality and it's a possibility but again Ooh. that instantly mm. invokes ideas like i say of magic or or, or things right, like that i'm right. not saying it's not possible i certainly think and that i'm definitely not fighting for there are other dimensions i've already and, given up as and a and matter that there's of fact. probably living <laughs> things in said dimensions and that possibly they're able to traverse the boundaries but going there right out the gate is the equivalent of just saying Right, wizards well, did it. You're right. and, you know, moving no, you're on. Right. I don't. Right. I don't want to do that. I'm always more inclined to think biologically. Okay. So my thought is this: if it is a traditionally water-bound entity, I like. I like this idea. I don't know if, if Kinderhook is a glacial lake like so many of the right. lakes in New York State. Right. I don't know how old it is? Uh, and and, and is you there know, definitely a lake there? Well. According to the words I read okay. and then I'm, reported back, I'm, I mean I'm I didn't go and stake it out. According to the words it. he read, yes. you, Chris. I'm just making sure.
1: I'm just making sure.
2: I didn't Google Earth. Uh, okay. I, I want to think that maybe it's either something from the lake it could be. that managed That's to come out. I mean, because if amorphous, undulating things live, you know, on the bottom of lakes or oceans, and kind of can squeeze into cracks and crevices to hide and don't really need to deal with you know the light of day very often snake its prey any way it can or maybe are filter feeders yeah uh, then these things could survive the problem with that theory is as much as i'm inclined to believe things like that almost certainly live in the oceans and very likely live in some of the deeper older lakes uh how would that be able to move on land things that are water bound like that are not necessarily really super mobile on land no, not normally. Unless but- it came out to die, and it was just this weird. Maybe it's like the these things die, they crawl into the woods, they have one last fucking rampage of glory, eat three squirrels, die, and dissolve. And that on a handful of occasions, people no. have seen them. But that doesn't explain why they're flying amongst fucking trees. If, you're right, if they right. indeed
0: are flying amongst the trees. It's,
2: I can't come up with a theory we
1: that could, that, could, make that me could go, be one what the situation fuck? of a rogue
2: fucking pelican.
1: Ha!
2: Yeah, you, right. none of that helps or hurts us. It, so I can't fucking come up with a single good idea of what this no, fucking is I have not be. Especially that. I mean, it could it
0: could be two different things. It could be. So could I, be I, at this things. point, yeah. I, I don't really know what to. It's just yeah. something Man. happened and uh, a white thing down a tree, then a boulder, then a seagull, oh, yeah. and then ghosts. All there right, you see you next uh, week. Uh,
1: <laughs> 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 and then there's a message from the Mother Mary or the bell, or it could be a haunting. Those,
2: I mean, ghosts. that's something we, yeah, I mean, we don't approach very often. We don't ever
1: really, you know, it's funny, I, we, we've gotten messages about this, but we don't ever really go into ghost territory. Well,
2: it's not our strong suit. I've always been a cryptozoologist. Right. I'm, I'm really, I'm open to the possibility of an infinite universe with infinite possibilities. At the same time, I really try to narrow my scope to biological things. Right. Or mechanical things in terms of UFOs. So, I
1: mean, classically, <clears throat> wouldn't this fit under like a, a classic um, ghost? No, well, only the very,
2: very last. No. only <laughs> the, very, la- the last, last account seems right. like it could. Yeah, okay. Because that was moving wraith-like through the right. trees, and it seemed right. to have like undulating sheet look, All right. and possibly vaguely humanoid shape. Right, or a fucking object that hangs in so- a steeple.
1: I'm going to say yeah.
2: just because... But I'm, it could be a haunting in the woods.
1: Right, it could be. It could be. I'm, I'm going to take into consideration, and, and I know that it was taken off the table, but I'm going to take it off the floor and put it back on the table and say because that there is a, uh, a, there's a possible Bigfoot, there's possible UFO sightings, plus we have this thing. I'm going to say that this is all possibly connected in some sort of interdimensional menage a trois. Oh. oh. The super threesome. I have no... Evidence for this theory, no. other than other than, you have the three separate things in the area at different times,
2: and two of those things were spotted by members of the same family. In paranormal oh. circles, this is a well-known phenomenon called the Kinderhook three-way, and uh, and <laughs> no people. The best way to be a part. People know about it. <laughs> you, redheaded Bigfoot, particularly, All you know right, the, cool. the flying lights, and then you throw the blob in the mix. That's just lube. It's all fun from there so, on out. And yeah. It's like an orgy on a slip and slide so I'm going, during a rave.
1: So, yeah, you're So right. my theory is called the Kinderhook
2: three-way. <laughs> three-way, yeah. okay, cool. And I think we're all in agreement <laughs> that must be it. Yeah, there you go. But it is strange, though, and obviously, I say this often, but we are going to broach this sometime, the connection, tenuous though it may be, between a lot of UFOs sightings with Harry Hominid sightings. Yeah, um, it's, you know... They have indirectly correlated more than a few times, and they have directly correlated a handful of times, which are really intriguing. Yeah, yeah, And, totally. worth, and worth investigating. If these two things were involved, could it be that the Kinderhook blob are UFO pilots, um... The or just somehow loosely the, lose the, the, the uh, leftover of the uh, fuel that gets spilled to Earth that just kind of undulates around until it dissolves like a, its own contrail or I something. See, living, living fuel. Living fuel. Organic oh, alien man. fuel. Man, that's a great fucking theory, Rob. And maybe the Bigfoot live off it for the first few months while they're here. God damn it. I wish we had a back sabbatical on Earth. Up because it is That's fucking s- awesome. Sabbatical. Yeah. Bigfoot sabbaticals. They come from totally. other worlds. Yeah, to no. Just commune this with the we, nature of Earth. Yeah, this is where they hang the out. Stumps. Maybe it's not a sabbatical. hang out and do stuff Maybe
0: they're sent here to die. Maybe it's, Or oh maybe they're prisoners. And maybe this is a fucking could oh, you imagine, like, a death like, colony. You know,
2: like the pachyderm. Like, it's like Highlander
0: 2, the original one. The, the pachyderm one. Oh,
2: graveyard yeah. where they migrate, I don't know, however many miles to die in this one place. Yeah. So maybe we are the Bigfoot death planet. Oh, yeah. We well, could be. Good and, luck. And the kinderhook blob is the corporeal spirit of a Bigfoot before it ascends to the higher plane All right. via the UFO.
1: There it is.
0: Oh, the I UFO like has, to to has to take it to planet. It has to
2: take it to planet afterlife. Well, yeah, that's afterlife. how you get off. That's how you, that's how you do afterlife. it. Yeah. When planet when, afterlife. When the big feet die, the UFOs come down and take their souls on to see whoever. And, of course, a mere mortal is going to be terrified when they see an undulating Bigfoot soul. As we all should be. Okay. It just make sense. Thank God. I, You know, I was worried we weren't going to nail it. Now I just I can sleep tonight. We nailed it. We own
1: it. Or I think it's just safe to say that, like most things, we have no idea. We have no (laughs) fucking clue at all. But (laughs) but it's fun. We can spin it all we want, but at the end of the day, there's no evidence or theories to really back it up. So I will stick with my interdimensional menage a trois. Fair enough. I had no no evidence, but... I don't need evidence. You know why? <laughs> because this is the internet. <laughs> so there you go. You, yeah, you
0: don't, you don't need evidence. Proof.
1: <laughs> all right, uh, gentlemen, closing statements Sasquatch Souls are right? it. All right, Chris.
0: Yeah, I, I, seagulls and boulders. <laughs> there you <laughs> go. Boom.
1: Thank you for joining us for the CryptoNot Podcast. Be sure to rate and review this show on the iTunes and the Apple Podcast apps. It helps us out greatly. we on the social medias, the Twitters, the Instagrams, the Facebooks. Okay. What, do, what happened? Your stroke. We we'll talking to you soon. Oh God! Jesus damn it. "I know." What the I fuck happened? Wanted, I just gave you a little bit of a pause oh. to be like, well, "What are you gonna do?" I was so worried. No, no, you nobody know Are you gonna fill that
2: dead space or are you gonna live in it? This is why I don't call you when Jesus I see you Christ, at I'm Afraid <laughs> I'll break you.
0: <laughs> we'll be talking to you. See you. Bye. bye.